Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ba-da-da-ba-da. Halala Show Season 4 Mix Number. 27. 27. Rika G, we have a sponsor for this mix. Thank you once again to go time, Rika G. Yeah, I mean, right now with no missions or limits to worry about, Go Time Bank offers a 5% per annum interest rate. Can you believe 5%, that? 5%, man. Wow. Yes, indeed. It's go time for simple, sustainable, and secure savings. Hashtag, I love this, simplify savings with Go Time Bank. So download the Go Time Bank app to open an account today. We have a sponsor, Rika G. Go Time, man. They believe in us and we believe in them. It's really great. Um, amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. So did you hear that? Did you hear what we just said? What, what okay, did we say? go download the GoTime Bank app to open an account today. That's it. Simple. Yes, Diba. indeed. Now, let's get to the podcast. Welcome to all the listeners out there. I know there are a lot of returning Leche fans, but to all the new Leche fans and Ube babes, as we like to call you, Rika G is going to tell you a little bit about this little, little podcast that we have grown into a nice little family. We little podcast. Um, okay, so <laughs> welcome to the Halo Halo Show. This is a podcast that talks about everything and anything under the sun. Basically, anything that trends on Philippine Twitter or Facebook or anywhere. Discord. May, may ano ba doon? My may Discord, trending ba doon? Super sick at yung mga Discord sa Gen Z. Diba? So crazy, man. Diba? Join I know. my server, Rika. You join my server. Bro, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I have no idea. But if you do, then um, go do that. Um, we talk about everything that's trending. And then we also talk about our lives that nobody asked about, but it's called Where You Been. Where You Been. So we'll discuss that. But our TTs for today, our trending topics for today, uh, we're talking Bruno Mars. Uh, I mean, the concert looked fantastic from my Instagram stories that I saw people were there. Uh, but one of the things that we are going to also kind of look at, look deeper into is the the situation regarding getting to the concert and even leaving the concert. A lot of mm. people, including big name celebrities who uh, were unable to even get to the concert in time despite leaving hours earlier. Uh, so we'll discuss that. And then it's Pride Month this month. I don't know if we ever uh, said it on the, you know, earlier this month, but happy Pride Month. And we are going to be talking more TTs about Pride Month is specifically QC, the QC Pride, what do, what do they call it? QC Pride, just QC Pride, right? Yeah, that's what they called it. QC, QC Pride, Pride and then Metro Manila Pride because uh, Pride Month is coming to a close and this is the month that everybody celebrates it and, you know, puts it forward, puts mm -hmm. it forward to the government and in people's eyes and everything. But obviously, it goes all year round, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, the, the fight never stops, never. as they say. But at the same time, um, with the close of Pride Month, QC did launch something new and it's called the Right to Care card and we're going to talk about that more later on. Indeed. So if you want to check those TTs out, if you don't care about our lives, you can jump straight to the timestamps. <laughs> Use the timestamps in the podcast description wherever you're listening to this podcast on. But without further ado, I need to find out what happened to you, Rika G. Where you been, friend? 
Ah, uh, basically what I've uh, been doing well fucking, yesterday. Like uh, ganun yung start. Uh, 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 what happened? What happened? <laughs> but yesterday actually I went to um London. Wow. Kasi ano eh, kapit bahay ko lang in London. But actually, it's actually a really um far train ride. But I had to go to London to interview someone uh, at a homelessness charity for my documentary that I'm doing. If you guys didn't know, I am a master's um, master's in journalism student here in the UK. That's why mainly I am here. And for our final project, we need to do a 30-minute documentary. And my documentary is about homelessness. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing the past few weeks, mm. really. <laughs> yeah, man. So it was, um, it was actually nerve-wracking because he was the head of the PR and communications for this whole charity. And I was just so grateful to be... To be talking to him. And actually, let me just share share to you, which I don't I don't usually mention this um, every single time. There's no reason behind it. But uh, I did therapy the other day on Monday. And it kind of did set up uh, a tone for the week uh, because I did share to my therapist that it, I'm struggling with contacting people for my documentary because basically I feel like I'm bothering them. Mm. Like basically, if you call up an office, so be not then. If you call up an office and be like, "Hey, can I talk to someone?" or can, "Can I book a schedule? Can I book an appointment?" Most of the time, I don't know if people feel the same way, but I feel like I'm bothering people, especially like their jobs. Call, like cold calling. Yeah, call, cold calling. calling right? Basically, cold calling. It gives me so much anxiety, and then. My therapist actually said that, and um, not just my therapist, but also my mentor in um, my master's classes, um, they said that if they didn't say yes to you, they wouldn't, they wouldn't bother. Mm. So the re- the main thing that you have to focus on is they said yes, meaning they want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You're not bothering them. They actually set aside time for you. And I'm like, huh. That really helps a lot because if they didn't actually reply to, to your email, there is no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that they said yes, the fact that they said, okay, come over to our office and I'll talk to you, then that's your cue okay. to actually step up, right? Right. So it's the same thing with cold emailing people. If they replied and they said, yeah, let's go to a meeting and stuff like that then it means that they want to hear you out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we've been in that position. Remember oh, yeah. us cold oh, yeah. emailing, call, cold calling people? Yeah. <laughs> we, like, I we, were, we, we were so anxious. What? Yeah, We spent what, like uh, three months, I think, just emailing and calling people to set up a meeting for Hana the show. And we got maybe <laughs> three out of, we did, I don't know, we like did. 50 or 60. But... I think that, I mean, that was worth it, though. <laughs> we got our first sponsor it, before. It is. Yeah. It is. It was. So, uh, I mean, the anxiety was through the roof. But for me, the therapy session was just a really nice way to kick off the week. Honestly, if I could do that every single week of my life, mm-hmm. I'm good. But we all know that therapy costs a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it does. And if you do have the capacity and the ability to do it, why not? I totally, totally recommend it. But you, you know what? Just to go off on a tangent about um, therapy, it does take a while to find the therapist that's right for you. Because sometimes it doesn't jive. It doesn't click. Mm. You know? Because, you know, obviously, when you do go to therapy, you also sign up for their own personality, the personality 
personality of therapist and sometimes it's say tough love sila or medyo mellow sila but mm-hmm. that doesn't work for you so you kind of have to like jump around which honestly for me is also a little bit hard because you have to open up to different people can right. you imagine mm-hmm. opening up that wound every yeah. single time <laughs> just to see yeah do we vibe <laughs> uh, do we vibe does my trauma <laughs> work with you you know <laughs> oh god but anyway, that is something that I'm currently working on. Actually, the past three years, I have been going to like different therapists. But the therapist that I have now is actually from the school, and we kind of vibe. We kind nice. of. He has. A, she has a. She has a nose ring, so I feel like she's cool. There you oh, go, man. Oh. <laughs> she gets you. She gets your. She gets oh, your vibe. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of therapy, actually, another form of therapy for me is going on a bike ride. So I did go on a bike ride last Friday with Ryan and Ryan's um, brother. Mm-hmm. So we went to Box Hill. If you guys can search, um, medyo patasha, medyo paahon siya. So parang actually. Ryan described it as kind of like easier than Antipolo going to Sumulong. Pero parang for me, I almost died. <laughs> but it was really nice because we went with people who actually know the route. Because can you imagine going to uh, a long route? Because it was almost like 50 kilometers. 50 going kilometers? And dude, hindi lang siya like almost 50 kilometers flat. Like it's 50 kilometers na may ahon. So that's Damn. a little, yeah, it's a little, it's a little like um, too much for me. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, my body didn't fail me. And I'm so proud. Can I just say that I'm so proud of my body? And usually, because they're new people. And obviously, like with people, you know, it comes with with just conversations, right? Mm-hmm. So the people that we were with. And I believe like one of them told like somebody na para, oh, Ryan's body is, you know, like really built to be a cyclist. And then somebody said that my body is like built to be a triathlete. Parang ganon. Because and you swim, right? Did, You're a swimmer. Because I do, I do swim. I do swim. And I feel like it shows through my body. And I do remember feeling in that moment, hearing that comment. Um, I just said that, well, it's because I am an athlete. Because Damn. I do swim. 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 <laughs> <laughs> because I do swim a lot. Swimmer. Swimming. Just keep swimming. And... I do remember telling also, again, going back to my therapist, I do remember telling her that the Rika before would have starved herself hearing that comment. Mm. The Rika before would have been, would have been, what is Be, Been and swim, man. <laughs> would have been and swim. <laughs> the Rika before would have been, uh, would have taken it personally and punished herself and be like, what is comment that you have big arms or big thighs. Mo. But... I recognized last week when I heard that comment, I did just say that, well, it's because I work out a lot. That's why I have thighs and that's why I have shoulders, you know, and I'm proud of it. I worked hard for it. Thick you know, the reason. Lives, man. Thick thighs Dude, save lives, man. Exactly. Baby. And I am so happy that I can pick up my bike. Nobody has to carry my bike for me when we go up the stairs. And, you know, when people call me a strong woman and people call me like, you know, like thunder thighs, I don't care anymore. And I'm so proud of having that moment to myself. Mm. Na parang ako, wow, I did not punish myself and starve myself for three weeks because somebody said that I have big arms. Right. Because nowadays, now, I am proud of my big arms because I can lift my baby cousin or I can run around with, you know, like... 
with people in like a sports fest or whatever. Yeah, and you can swim, so, swim with. I can swim. Know. It's swim, been a while, the, but the, I can swim with the kids. <laughs> swim with the kids. I did swim. Did I tell you about it? I did swim a couple of weeks ago at a public pool, which kind of gave me a little bit of concern because it was a public pool, but okay. um, it felt good. It felt good. It felt like home. You know, I did swim competitively for like straight. 12 years, I think, in my like childhood. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going back to swimming was just, it just felt comfortable. And right. that's the reason why I felt proud. Na parang, yeah, I can do all of those. And it shows through my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I do want to end there. Because if I go on the Tour de France tangent, I will go on and on and on. <laughs> Which, by the way, can I just say yeah. one last thing about the Tour de France? Okay? Okay, okay, It's starting, it is starting, the Grand Depart is starting in Spain this July 1st. Um, so it goes on July 1 to July 23, and I am subscribed to all of the channels that Wait, I can be subscribed. Wait, it starts in Spain? It's not... Any- yeah, so it starts... Oh, I thought it was Yeah, just so it starts in Spain. It, I think it has a few stages in Spain, and then it goes through France oh, already. okay. Yeah, so, and then it ends in the Champs-Élysées. That's what they say. I love that. Uh, I love that structure. Diba? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm super duper excited. I am rooting for my team, Alpacin de Kunik. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go, team. Um, this is the first time in history, first time in my life, actually, that I'm actually rooting for a team and right. actually know the sport. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like when you, when you, when you, um, when you encourage me to be like, oh, just pick a team in the NBA right. and stuff like that. I don't yeah, have, yeah. I do enjoy, and I do enjoy cheering for the team, mm-hmm. but I don't have that sort of connection. Emotional you know what connection, I, mean? like, I get it. Emotional get connection it. that I didn't like follow their journey from the start. Right. So, although I did start late in the season for the Tour de France because it's already starting, which means that, you know, a lot of the tours happened already the mm-hmm. past few months. Um, it's okay because I caught up. I caught nice. up, you know. Yeah. So I did subscribe. Dude, I paid for an app. I paid oh. for multiple apps. Damn. <laughs> Just to get they can say, here's my thing. I want to get like multiple um like camera angles. Because mm. obviously there's gonna be an a uh, camera angle for who's going to win the race, like who's at the start of the race. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if like let's say my team is not at the start of the race, is not mm-hmm. winning, I want to see where they are. If they're somebody's like crashing or like somebody's injured or somebody's mm-hmm. just like falling behind, I want to see. May ganun pala na parang ano, Tour de France League Pass, di ba parang NBA parang League ganun. Pass? Parang exactly. Yes. Yeah. So we go on the well. Ako, I purchased the GCN Plus app. So it's the um basa it's a GCN plus <laughs> nakalimutan ko yung <laughs> I mean GCN so GCN um something cycling, cycling network okay yeah global um, global global their global cycling network and actually you know what their headquarters is just like right next to Bristol that's why I thought I'd apply because it's so nice diba? but anyway yes I told you I can go on and on and it's been 15 minutes already <laughs> and I have to end this shit but, because but now you know what the, the Filipino uh, fans here whether they're Lakers or Golden State you know how they feel whenever their team yeah, wins bro. or loses diba? yeah bro <laughs> It's just very Ride European. Ride or die, man. 
man. Ride or die, baby. <laughs> oh, gosh. But anyway, um, good luck to all the cyclists and hopefully nobody gets injured mm-hmm. because, damn, the injuries there are just like brutal. I'm it's sure. brutal. Dang. Yeah. Man. So, Dang. Finn. Finn. Finn? Uh, yeah, actually, mine isn't going to be that long either because I finally got, I, I would say, maybe a break in my schedule for the first time in, I'd say, a month and a half. Wow. Uh, so I didn't have any hostings this week, although next week I am hosting a uh, a birthday, a 50th birthday party. No. That's going to be so fun. I, I don't mean 50th. Like, I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, because I haven't really hosted one of those in a long time. But 50 years, like, what, what, what kind of... What music was that? If you go back 50 ano years, was it 80s, 70s? Eight. So was that? Because my parents, ko, they're the 60s? 60s. So it's going to be the 70s. Okay. 70s, yeah. So, so I don't know. 70s or 80s. I didn't want songs yeah. 70s. So that's what I'm going to be jiving to next yeah, Friday. Bro. And you know it slaps. Yeah, you know oh, it Yeah, slaps. it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Man, ABBA ba 70s ba ABBA? I, I always get confused. I feel like Not ABBA sure. has been around for a while, but Dancing Queen is timeless, baby. But the thing is, but the thing is, like 70s, 80s music, I feel like the Filipino, like OPM, um, was actually like pretty big at that time. Mm, diba? Yeah. So I think they're also going to be... <laughs> exactly. They're also going to be playing those songs as well. So you better familiarize yourself. Dude, when I was at uh when I was at Walrus, they they the yeah. kids like the Gen Z like the college kids, yeah. whenever those th- those songs would come on, dude, they would get lit litty 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 titty litty titty baby. <laughs> man, it was crazy, man. Uh so yeah, I'm hosting that 50th birthday, uh but tomorrow I have a pretty interesting racket, Rika G. I'm mm-hmm. doing on cam again as a host, but uh, let me just give you a little sneak because I don't know if I can tell you what it is yet uh, because it hasn't come out. But the last week they emailed me and said, "Hey, JC, we we want you to have a not so clean look, uh, so don't shave <laughs> until the thing." I'll let you guess. You, you were like, you were like, got it, <laughs> got it, <Matic>. easy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Say less, right? Say less. Uh, but uh, uh, yes, yeah, so I'll let you guess what kind of uh, quote unquote character I'm playing. But basically, it's a recruitment video for a company. Uh, so mm. I'll leave it at that. I'll let you guys know how it goes next week. But it's in Bulacan tomorrow. My call time's at 7 a.m. I'm probably going to leave here at like 5 because, uh, have to. well, A, coding and B, I just want to be sure, right? So that's what's happening uh, in terms of my world of uh hosting and stuff although on um, this month or next month rather i'm hosting another debut i got i just confirmed another debut towards the end of the month so uh it's pretty it's been pretty good i just been doing a lot of voiceover work for my quote-unquote international clients there <laughs> and Nuts. uh yeah man it, it's 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 been a lot of fun uh and you know since you were talking about i guess i, I i'll just uh you know do my where you been on this note in terms of kind of Therapy for me, the free therapy, uh, like you mentioned, is like exercise, right? You mentioned swim, swimming, mm-hmm. swimming. Uh, for me, dude, I have been consistent at the gym for almost a month and a half now, maybe two months. Amazing, yeah, dude. And I'm down, uh, I'm down fifteen pounds, fifteen pounds, bro. <gasps> bro. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, though, like you know how I've I've always been on this like roller coaster weight journey throughout my life, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, I there was a time when I was really fit, I would say. And I feel like I'm back on that kind of grind. However, I think there's new things that I've kind of incorporated for the first time. Like, so this is the first time in my life where I'm kind of incorporating this, I, I would say, mindset. So to anyone out there that is 
maybe over 30 and is, is trying to get back into shape or trying to get into shape for the first time. Uh, the thing that I really now have kind of because I watch YouTube videos, dude, every like time I'm free, if I have nothing else to do, I just watch all these fitness videos. And, you know, there's a lot of conflicting ideologies when it comes to diet and like whatever, you know, like what you should be eating high carb, low carb, whatever. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to you like you have to see what works for your body, right? And mm. I think I've kind of figured that out for the first time because my metabolism isn't what it used to be. Despite my metabolism being really garbage, even when I was younger, it's even worse now. So I kind of had to see what really worked. And for me, I've really tuned into the fact that like carbs is something that really makes me tired <laughs> all the time. Not, okay. not, but, but the thing is though, I used to, so I would go before on like low, really low carb diets and it would work, but then it wasn't sustainable because I love carbs, man. I love croissants, yeah. right? I love bread, bro. And I you love do rice. need carbs. You do need carbs. You do need it. And uh, so, you know, I, I've finally incorporated because I bought a, a food skill a while ago, but I've only really recently started using it to understand portions, right? Uh, and I think it's one of the essentials nowadays. If you really want to get serious about your diet, you need a food mm -hmm. skill. And they're not that expensive. I got mine from GC's, though, way back. But I never really utilized it to its full potential. Um, but I would highly recommend getting a food skill. Understanding your portion. You don't have to use it every time. After maybe two weeks, I was able to kind of eyeball the portions uh, just because I already kind of had been weighing it for two or three weeks already. Uh, but I've been doing, and I don't know if this is super sustainable or really that healthy, but you know, I, I, I hate cooking, right? Like it just takes too long. Cause I, I, I'm one of those, uh, guys that just wants to eat. I don't care if for me, food is fuel. <laughs> so right, right. what I've been doing for the last month and a half is I go to Landers. That's binibili ko yung, ano yung, rotisserie chicken. Yes. Dude, I, I buy like eight at a time. No. <laughs> yeah, yo. Tapos ko lang. I give the skin to either Marissa or the dogs, right? And right. then I, uh, yun nga, I just, I just eat the, like the, the meat on there. So there's still the some meat, flavoring. Yeah. I guess it might be high in sodium or whatever. But dude, it's helped me a lot. I mean, uh, the, for me, the weight progress alone has shown that, you know, it's, it's still okay. I mean, ideally, I would be cooking lean chicken breasts, right? But, you know, I don't have time for that, bro. I don't want to do that. Um, and then, so yeah, my diet has been good. My, and my gym, my gym has been good too, man. I've been going to, like, I've been lifting weights. I've been tracking my progress. Tracking is also, besides your food, tracking your progress in the weight room is also super important. And it's something that I've kind of got back into, you know, just seeing how much weight I lifted the, the time before, trying to increase the weight, progressive overload, whatever, all these terms that you hear from fit, fitness influencers. I've been kind of trying to incorporate it into my life right. man. so yeah overall that's pretty much what i've been doing this week you know just just uh doing the same health grind and and also i think the thing is like the you know t cheat days has always been a thing that i really tried to stay away from because you know i felt like it would derail my progress too much uh but now i understand like i i think for the first time i truly understand the value of eating a cheat meal not a cheat day a cheat meal and, and like yesterday, I went to Marugame and I just had like <laughs> stuff. That I love Marugame, man. Never fails me. But I think to anyone out there, you know, don't if you quote unquote fall off the horse or whatever because you had a cheat meal, it's not the end of the world, and you can always recover from it. Because that was always the thing Definitely. that really would would bring me down before. Like yeah. if I had a cheat meal 
it would turn into a cheat day and then it would turn into a cheat week and then I would just it would be I'd be done like I would Actually, be so yeah go ahead yeah, I mean, like, sorry to cut you off, but, like, I actually do follow a lot of, like, fitness influencers. And at the same time, I'm very picky about them because um, it depends on their messaging. And I do see a lot that there's also this problem that's calling it a cheat meal or a cheat day. Mm. When, in fact, it's all, it's only a meal. Right, And right. you won't. And the thing is, the reason why a lot of people kind of like fall into the trap that, oh, I already had that cheat meal. It makes you feel bad and I feel awful about mm. it. Might as well, right? Might as well. And it it snowballs into something bigger. The it. reason why is because, you know, you're, you're labeling it as a bad thing when mm-hmm. in fact it is only a meal that you eat and nobody gains 20 pounds by just eating one meal, one cheeseburger and one... Mm-hmm. One fries you know, one, and coke exactly, and you know labeling it as something that's bad in your head, kind of like perpetuates that hate inside of you mm-hmm. that says that you don't love your body. Yeah. You know you ate that cheeseburger when in fact it's just a meal that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it it really depends on like you said like the consistency of it and how much it is. And if you do that every single day, obviously that's when it becomes you know, um, like not helpful to your body. I agree. But if you do enjoy it for that one time and let's say you do, you are sticking to, let's say, a meal plan and then you like, quote unquote, stray away from that. Mm -hmm. It's not for me. I mean, for me, honestly, I try not to do that because labeling it as something like, let's say, oh, this is, you know, oh, this is so bad for me, Mm -hmm. you know, but, there's no such thing as anything bad for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it just depends I mean, it on nutrients. how you move for that day. Exactly. Yeah. It depends on how you move for that day and how you feel that day. And yeah, I... That's a good like point, from, man. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's I see it a lot on like, like the fitness influencers that I follow nowadays. And mm. you know what I also appreciate with fitness influencers that I follow? What's that? Because like I said, I'm very, very picky. Mm-hmm. They always show their, like, yung pose nila in the gym that's like really fit and really nice and really tight. Yeah. And then when they sit down, they're all the same. Na yeah. <laughs> we are the same with you that we have stretch marks and floppy bellies and everything. It's just that mm. we pose and I'm right. like, oh, okay. It just reminds us that, oh, I know people pose for Instagram. Yeah, because, you know, dude, a lot of these fitness influencers, like if you see them, like, you know, with their shirts off and they're super ripped, to to get to that, just to that, like, maybe few seconds of them posing, that takes a, an ungodly amount of, like, discipline and stuff. But I don't think they maintain that throughout the year. Unless they're competitive, it, it's rare that they look like that every day. You know what I mean? And I think that's really, uh, it's a good showcase that it's not, it's not always like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I even I think like throughout the day, it's not something that, because, you know, people eat. And when yeah. you eat, it's like space in your belly. And mm-hmm. obviously, it will be a little full. Yeah. Diba? Parang, I agree. And I feel like that's just one part of their days. Na parang they're super lean. Okay, fine. It really looks good. And they, it's posed. Good lighting. But like even with guys, I think like, you know, when people eat, like there there will be a belly. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> if you think about it, diba? it's space being taken up. So. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, before until you poop it out, it's still there. I mean, it's there, man. It's, still- it's hanging out. Right? Thank uh, you for that image. Yes. <laughs> oh, the last thing, not about my poops, but the last thing I want to talk about. Uh, real quick, because I've been on uh, What's Your Ulam Pare. Like, I don't know why. Somehow the Facebook algorithm has made it known since I'm uh, dieting that they want to show me all the best food that people are eating, right? And What's Your Ulam Pare? I know we've talked. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah, we it's a Facebook yeah. group, right? Where people just post their food, uh, you know, like food finds. And I saw a couple weeks ago from No Brand. I know you love No Brand, right? The Korean. Oh, it's Korean, right? Korean I brand. Miss. Yeah. And uh, they have uh, somebody posted. Like their cold brew Americano, it's in like a, it's like a, what do you call it? It's a plastic bag full of cold brew coffee. It's not that so sweet. So is it it's like Tetra Pak? I guess Like a so. Zesto type of thing? Parang ganun but bigger. It's like two okay, liters, okay, right? Okay. So oh, okay, okay. I got the That's Americano whatever thingy. It's like 240 pesos yata. Dude, I've been having it the last two days. It's so good. I just want to shout out to anybody that loves cold coffee and you don't have, you know, you don't want to go. Th- I know like it's probably for the coffee purists out there. It might not be, you know, for you. But if you just want a quick instant, quote unquote, instant coffee, you can just pour it out of that big Tetra Pak thing. It tastes so good, man. I mean, for it's not sweet. So if you like black coffee, it's really good for you. It tastes good. I just want to share it because people were uh, raving on it about what's your ulampare. And man, I can already it's taste worth. it. It's worth bro. Iced, iced coffee is the best. Dude. Even if it's cold. Yeah, man. For me, iced coffee is still the yeah, best. Yeah, man. Put it in the uh put it in your like your aqua flask or whatever tumbler you have mm. and it, you're good to go. You don't have to prep anything, you don't have to mix anything unless you want milk or something, but it's good to go. So that's yeah, that's pretty much what I would recommend this week. And that is Finn, man. Shall we wapow to our first TT? Wapow. All right. We're talking Bruno Mars. First of all, Bruno Mars had his two-day concert over the weekend here held at Philippine Arena. We'll delve into the Philippine Arena thing in a bit. But, of course, uh, he had uh, rave reviews from people online as well as from my own personal accounting of my friends who went. Some called it the best concert that they've ever been to, Rika G. And I would not wow. doubt that, man. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he even, you know, there were some clips on TikTok of him saying, uh, you know, speaking in Filipino. Uh, I forgot what he said. Like, uh, ako. did you see that video? No way. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Bruno Mars saying, ako. concert So those of the those fans who were able to catch the whole performance uh, really were, you know, they were in for a treat. And I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, just Bruno Mars. I always talk about how his halftime his first halftime Super Bowl show is for me is the best of all time. I mean, you can Ooh. count Michael Jackson, you can count Madonna, you can count Prince. I know, I know it might be a hot t- uh, a hot take. But I would say that for me is still, in terms of my lifetime, the best halftime performance show right. I've seen like ever. I'm actually surprised. But did you actually consider going to the Bruno Mars concert? Because I know that you're a fan. Yeah, dude, I did. And then Yunga, and that's why I saw that it was held at Philippine Arena. I know that might be such a like a like a my a minor thing, but dude, I've been to Philippine Arena. I forgot what And it's it, not your vibe. It's not <laughs> the vibe, man. You pulled a Taylor Swift there. Yeah. They're like a, I pulled no, a cold play, you. bro. I pulled a cold play. <laughs> Um, so there was a lot of things about it. And I'm sure you've probably seen it online as well, Rika G, of the experiences of people commuting and getting to Philippine Arena. 
some people leaving as early as 1, 2, 3 p.m. And the concert was in the evening. And some weren't even able to catch the whole set. For example, Main Mendoza, you know, Yaya Dub, uh, she yeah. posted online saying that they left mga 4 p.m. And she got to the last two songs, bro. The last what? two. No. She only read it to the last two songs. Uh, if you see the quote That's that ridiculous. she said, I know, right? Uh, she said, "Happy pa din kasi umabot sa last two songs. Napakahasel lang talaga ng entry and exit. Has it always been like this? Kamusta ang previous concerts dito? Ang tamang panahon, uh, which refers to the Aldub. I don't know if you remember that that kind of tamang panahon where she met with uh, Aldub Alden for the. I think it was for the first time. Parang they they shot it live in uh, Philippine Arena." And then she says, oh. "Socks, shocks. Sorry, kung ganito din kahasel." Um, so it just goes to show that even you know, Main Mendoza, you know, Main Mendoza, bro, she could have probably got front row oh, seats yeah. and had, v- but you know, she she went the route that everybody else went, which was along NLEX, and it was just unbelievable traffic going to and even going from, like leaving, was pretty rough, man. Um, it, according to like some other people who went uh, other actually i do have like because i came across this one video and i don't know if it's like a personal video of somebody's like instagram or it's from like a like a an actual like publication or something but i did see someone talk about tips and tricks about going to a concert in the philippine arena mm-hmm. and they they actually like one of their tips to actually not go through the traffic or the rush going out of the arena, it just meant that they had to miss the last two songs or yeah. last three songs. <laughs> and that's ridiculous to me because you would expect that when you buy a ticket, you enjoy the whole show. Oh, yeah. And but the actually, last songs it makes. And ex- ex- especially the last few songs. And because you don't know if there's going to be like an encore or like, yeah. you know, parang, um, parang confetti or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the whole experience and it's just so weird to me that actually people are accepting that yeah for you to miss the you know the rush of the people going out you have to miss the last three songs and I'm like that is so sad mm-hmm. I'm sad for that person because they actually kind of like accepted their fate mm-hmm. parang, you know what I'm not gonna be watching the whole thing because see I would be sad if I missed the first two songs but I would be extra sad if I had to miss the last three songs and to my you know, it was her choice to yeah. do that. Because mm-hmm. she knows how it gets really bad when people go out of the arena. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird to me that people pay for that. And those tickets aren't cheap, bro. <laughs> exactly. Parang, and I wonder though, parang who do people go to? To address that problem, right. is it the local government? Is it the Philippine arena, like could administration? It be, yeah, or whatever? It could be NLEX, for Leon? example. I mean, NLEX. I, I'm sure, like, I don't know what else they could do because it, it looked like a parking lot. Some people described it as a parking lot. And on Twitter, uh, you know, things that trended were NLEX, Bruno Mars, and PH, and Philippine Arena had had trended already even before the concert had started. So you already knew. That something was happening along those lines of getting to the arena. Some people yeah. actually on Twitter, uh, there are some few stories. Were super sad, man. They missed the whole concert, man. Grabe. Damn, bro. I, mean, I how, would be so gutted. Oh, my goodness, oh, man. I would be so mad in yeah. the middle of Adlex. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like. Yeah. <laughs> I had friends there at lunchtime. At lunchtime, they were there already. I mean, Grabe. kudos to them for, I guess, you know, maybe just 
the dedication to to make sure that they get there in time. But to get there, I mean, I mean, just think of that. Some people had to leave at lunchtime to go to a concert that started at what seven p.m. or six p.m. Like that's Ridiculous. insane, insane. Because you know, I understand that if it's like a if it's a, a festival, you know, where the music goes on like since twelve mm-hmm. noon mm-hmm. up until the nighttime gets koyon. But if it's like you're just gonna be there waiting for the concert at eight seven p.m. Wow, that's something else. Mm-hmm. Now, but for me, nga naiyip ko asan kaya yung problema and where do people like where like, do they go yeah what's the remedy to this the right problem. yeah because yeah. parang naisip ko na are people just gonna are we just gonna accept this but it seems like it seems like parang ganun na nga maybe kasi you know it's not something new to us I feel like one solution would be if uh, Philippine Arena could provide maybe like parang loading zones around different key parts of wherever people would be coming from and then right. have like s- shuttle service. I feel like, and then give that shuttle service some sort of like priority. I don't know if that's possible mm. along NLEX. Alamo, it's. I think it's the same concept. Cause if like the the public transportation is better, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I think if so too. If that's if that's cause the solution, then why not make the public transportation better? Yeah. And make it more accessible to the Philippine arena. Cause like, if you imagine all those cars, if they can fit into one train. Like one like hilera mm-hmm. ng train, then why not, diba? But then again, it's not that easy. I mean, I talked about it last week, right? The location. I told you I dislike the location very much yeah, simply because of that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, overall, that's kind of the the roundup of what happened getting to and from the Bruno Mars concert. Uh, if you Leche fans want to chime in, I know. Oh, by the way, shout out to the Leche fans that kind of gave us TT suggestions. Unfortunately, we couldn't get all of them because of the time constraints. But thank you to, I forgot who suggested this one. I think a few people suggested talking about this one. So keep doing that. Uh, other than that, we have about uh, 30 seconds left on this free call for this uh, <laughs> TT Rika G. Any more final <laughs> thoughts on this? Uh, that's it. I mean, I am kind of um, jealous. I want to see Bruno Mars. Same here. And hopefully it uh, ha- happens more smoothly next time uh, whenever he comes. But yeah, shall we wapow to the next TT? Wapow. All right. So we're talking about the QC Pride March uh, held in Quezon City at, around the Quezon Memorial Circle grounds where over 100,000 people Rika G attended. I remember talking about this last year. I think the number yes. is uh, there's more people now than it there is. was last year. It is. It was bigger. Um, So last year, they had 25,000 participants, which is actually the first year that they held it in Mm Quezon City. Um, And then this year, it just exponentially became bigger. Four times. So this year, four times bigger. So this year, they did have at around 100,000 participants. And at the same time, they had um, really good guests as mm. well yes. um, and performances different drag queens and you could you could see it on people's Instagram stories on Twitter um, and then at the same time actually the same weekend because this is the last week of June which is Pride Month um, the Metro Manila Pride also um, were was also held um, this is this was held where I believe in Circuit Makati 
there. So all so throughout. This is no. All throughout, yes. So I think there, there were actually a lot of conversations around both Pride marches. Na parang some people were like, "Bakit hindi ko to alam?" And why weren't you know people from Pasig you know um, informed or whatever? Um, but yeah, those are just like the conversations around it. But it mm-hmm. seemed like people had a great time. Yeah, I, right? I agree. I mean, like you said, I saw it on my stories as well. Uh, but I think one of the things like that you actually brought up. Uh, it, I still think it could do, I mean, probably next year because, you know, from 25K to 100K, now I think there, it's picking up momentum, right? Because yeah. even me, like I knew it was Pride Month, but I didn't see any sort of, uh, I wouldn't say advertisement or whatever, but like I didn't see any sort of social media stuff on it until Push. it was actually the day of. So yeah. I guess maybe next year I because I, I, I want to go, like I want to go check it out, but I didn't know until it was actually happening. At that time, I was already kind of, I had plans already, uh, but yeah, dude, it it the it's always obviously it's a very colorful celebration because you know the Pride Month colors are very bright and vibrant, and I just saw yunga people dancing and celebrating, and it was really a, a cool time, man. Like I wish I wish it that I, I was able to go. Actually, it's something that I would actually be interested in going, um, especially because I'm from Quezon City and I would love to see my city. Mm -hmm. I would love to see my city celebrate it. And because, um, you know, I mean, it's something worth celebrating. But at the same time, we should not forget that this is still rooted in protest. And I was reading mm-hmm. up about, you know, um, the history of Pride and, and the LGBTQ plus LGBTQIA plus community in mm. the Philippines and at the same time when did the Pride March start here in the Philippines because we do know that it did you know spark in New York I believe in the Stonewall uh, Inn I wouldn't doubt it possibly uh, yes in the Stonewall Inn and that's you know when the Pride March kind of like movement started mm-hmm. a year after the Stonewall in riots. That's, so that's what they say. Mm. Um, they did hold a pride march. And here in the Philippines, actually, they did hold the first prime, uh, pride march a, a little bit around like 25 years after the first one in the U.S. Yes. And so that's, I believe, 1994, if I read that correctly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's been here, but it's been here for quite a while, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like people say, yes, it's nice to see the progress, but there's still a long way to go. Uh, yeah, I would and agree. I hear, and I hear that a lot from people, mm-hmm. right? Of, at least there's a lot of progressive movements going on. I mean, one of the things, one of the big, uh, I guess, controversial topics that arose from this, I don't know if you heard about that, uh, Rika G, but Silent Sanctuary was set to pr- actually perform. Yes. Uh, but they I were saw. dropped, and I think it, for good reason, because so the, the story behind that is one of the former members of Silent Sanctuary kind of voiced uh, their opinion about Silent Sanctuary playing because mm-hmm. when he was a member of the band Dao, uh, they told him that he had to kind of stay in the closet. That was the term that was uh, told to him. He had to stay in the closet because they were afraid of their, you know, their image or their branding and whatnot. Mm. Although later on, Silent Sanctuary did issue a statement saying that they, uh, let me just read it. Being in the performance industry, we respect all forms of gender performance and identity. 
uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and we have no qualms about it for any matter. So hmm. they released that statement. But in, uh, I think at, at that point, that's because it was more of a damage control thing. Exactly. But I think it just goes to show that being dropped from that, I think it was uh, Joy Belmonte, Mayor Joy Belmonte, who was the one who made that official decision or whoever mm-hmm. it was, just goes to show how serious they take the LGBTQ plus community, you know, because yeah. they could have let it slide. They could have just said like, you know, they could have taken an apology and just kept them performing. But I think it just goes to show how like how serious people's rights are and people's, uh, you know, what do you call it? I, human human rights. You know, you got yeah, as you, it should be, mm-hmm. as it should be. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what to feel about it, because obviously for me, because sometimes I think about it as sometimes the artist is different from, like, let's say the people who handle them. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't know, like, honestly, like, for me, I have seen it with my two eyes, like, um, systemic homophobia mm-hmm. in, like, let's say, a company that you work for or you work with for a right. time. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes you feel like, Shucks, I don't want to be enabling this, but at the same time, I work for them. Yes. You know what I mean? Na parang, I get but it. But obviously, I still stand my own ground. And I have my own like morals and I have my own opinions that I am obviously against it. Mm-hmm. But it's just that sometimes when you realize mo na parang, where are we? Like the, our state of like acceptance. And, you know, equality, especially in the Philippines, you know, motherland, our motherland. Mm. Do people actually really accept it? Yeah, I mean, I would say that we're not there. Obviously, we're not Mm -hmm. there yet. But, I mean, this being indicative, you know, Silent Sanctuary being dropped is indicative of, you know, uh, a strength that maybe was not as Mm. prominent before, I would say. Yeah. And hopefully it gives uh, gives people courage to... to stand like you know, saying no to Silent Sanctuary is, is a pretty big deal, I would say, because Silent Sanctuary is is a pretty iconic band, right? I mean, I know mm. they're not maybe in the twilight. I mean, I, I I know they're not maybe in their prime of their careers anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they were bigger, uh, you know, maybe early or mid two thousands, but they're still a pretty big draw. So yeah. to to cut them completely was a big stand, uh, a big show of support, and I think that exactly would, that like, we do show. not. We do not support this at mm, all. Homophobia at all. in any no tolerance. level. Yeah. No mm-hmm. tolerance at all. Yeah. So hopefully that is, you know, a spark for people, you know, uh, just to show, well, A, the LGBTQ plus community that, hey, look, they actually stand by us. They stand by what we believe and they stand by us as as a community. So I, th- I think it was great. Can I just share because okay so here's the thing and i i know that my my sister's out and about already and not hiding anything mm. so my sister is actually um uh, a lesbian and we were talking about it just the uh, few weeks ago because she was going to she's actually she went on a talk about um about her job, I think, and being in like a high level position and being in the, uh, being part of the LGBTQIA plus community, um, and how she got there and everything. So we were in that zone and I was like, okay, so how did you manage that part of your life where, let's say, 
where our parents didn't actually accept you mm. or you had that kind of clash with my parents. And, and I'm not saying that my parents are bad people or whatever. It's yeah. just that I know that they're stuck in their old ways and mm. stuck, stuck in their old thinking. And I'm, I'm happy that they are, you know, that they repaired their relationship now. And I'm sure that my sister can say more about this. Mm-hmm. But I asked her that question and she gave me an answer that I think, I don't know, a lot of people might might relate with she said that she told my mom you don't have to accept me and the label you just have to accept who i am and how i mm-hmm. live my life every day mm-hmm. the label okay fine that's the you know for the world you know to yeah, have just to have that's right? for yeah that's for the society you yeah. don't have to accept the label you just have to accept me because this is who i am like every single day this is what I feel, and I was like, that makes so much sense, and it ma- and it it actually worked for them mm. because now I mean now we're full grown adults. I think we were we're past the time where we're like clashing with our parents, yeah, and and I'm happy that they they did go over that hump, but I know that a lot of people still are there. Oh yeah, and it is a hard it's a hard mountain to climb. Mm. I feel like. Yeah. All over the world, it's happening. I mean, especially in the United States, you know, they're super touchy about that subject. There's there's a lot I see on Twitter nowadays of backlash regarding, you know, uh, LGBTQ plus parang, like they have like, they go to schools and they read books about being accepted because they want to reach out to kids that maybe they don't they're they're confused or they're they're trying to understand mm-hmm. who they are mm-hmm. but even just a simple act of what i f- see as an act of kindness is being vilified mm-hmm. by people on the opposing side who say leave the kids alone right and you know i, I there's there's both sides have some sort of like argument and it, it's it's really something that like you said a mountain that is still scaling that we're still scaling and mm-hmm. hopefully people realize, I mean, I mean, your parents is a, a great example of people that realize that at the end of the day, man, it's about the person, right? Labels yeah. aside, you just have to respect the person. And I think that hopefully we can get to that point. Can I just say, though, that I mean, like my parents did kind of like get over that hump with my sister, but it, it is still kind of like an everyday thing. It's mm. still an everyday thing that, you know, that maybe they have to accept or be in a conversation with. So n- nobody's relationship is perfect with their parents, especially. <laughs> so, and I'm not saying that, you know, they, they're over it or whatever, but I'm happy that we can have that conversation with them. Yeah. Even if I, I actually, honestly, I actually don't know what they think about, let's say, the LGBTQIA plus community. I don't mm. know. I have, I've never been in that conversation, but I would love to be. And I do remember, I do remember watching a documentary about, oh my, oh my, it's this, uh, it's Angel. Okay. I have to remember, <laughs> I have to mm. look it up again, but it's a documentary about this queer couple here in the, Fili- in the Philippines. Um, and we watched it together, and I could see in their eyes something changing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Na parang slowly they understand, even if they don't fully understand. Na parang I was like, I'm happy you guys finished the documentary. Mm-hmm. I am quite 
um, surprised. Surprised, yeah. Pleasantly <laughs> so, surprised. So, yeah, I mean, pleasantly surprised. So, it's, I feel like it is a, a journey. Yeah. And it goes to show the, you know, like taking up space in the industry of film and art and whatnot is a huge aspect of that. I mean, you, you mentioned yeah. the documentary. That's why there's always a lot of, uh, Issues that arise whenever a, let's say, an LGBTQ plus character is played by a straight person, although, mm, the, you know, the straight mm-hmm. actor really might have might be a, might do a serviceable job. That's why there's there's a lot of people are saying, but that you should give it to somebody from that community simply yeah. because of things like that. And uh, not that there's anything wrong with a straight person playing that person that, kind of, you know, from that from that uh, from that group. But that's that's why uh, topics like that arise. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but you know, we're, our our final TT for today kind of stems from, I would say, uh, the progression that we made. But just to wrap up this one, Rika G, uh, the tweet mm. from the organizer of the of the march, uh, I, I like the way they put it. Maraming maraming. Oh no, I said, and it's a wrap. Maraming maraming salamat sa 100k strong na rumampa, nagmarcha, nagmaganda, nagmahal at higit sa lahat. Lumoven, lum, lumoven. <laughs> I don't know how to say it properly, but lumoven, lumo, lum, lumoven. Parang they loved. <laughs> ah, lumaban, but like yeah, the but love, love is yeah, love. Yes, okay. there we go. Lumaban, lumaban. Right. Shall cute. we wapow to the final thing uh, that we're going to talk about? Wapow. All right, Rika, you tell us about the right to care card that uh, is going to okay. be formally launched. So the Quezon City local government launched uh, the country's first right to care card. So this is giving the LGBTQ plus couples the legal authority or legal right to make medical decisions for their partners. Nice. Which is what mind blowing. but I cannot wrap my head around it. That is just amazing. And I know that this is just the launch and we don't know yet like the process and Let's say how accessible it is because that's also one issue for me. Mm-hmm. how okay, fine, we do have this, but how accessible will it be? Yes. And plus, this is also um, for for people who live in Quezon City, if I'm not correct. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, if based, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, based yeah. on the article that I'm reading from ABS-CBN. Uh, the right to care card, it's a special power of attorney card that authorizes wow. queer partners to make medical de- medical decisions for the one they love. As though you held the power of a civil marriage contract. Because I know that marriage, uh, you know, same-sex couple marriage or, uh, that, uh, you know, LGBTQ plus marriages are still not allowed or at least in the eyes of the law here in the Philippines. So mm-hmm. at least this gives them some semblance of like if they were married, this is a right that they they deserve they right. they of course they deserve this but based on the law they, it gives them a step it brings them a step closer to what we are hopefully ultimately trying to achieve is same sex mm-hmm. partnership being legal and recognized uh and it's a huge thing man it's a huge step and i really respect it man it is and like i said this is i guess the first step and i do want to see how it progresses and how it is made you know accessible and well known to people and even not just, you know, like people who are part of the LGBTQIA plus communities and who have partners, mm-hmm. but also to people who are allies and yeah. people from Quezon City. <laughs> How do they take it? And, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to yeah. be announced, I believe, uh, this weekend, like the actual uh, maybe the mechanics. I don't know. I don't like the word mm-hmm. mechanics, but how it's going to be officially launched on Saturday or it was I'm sorry, it was officially launched on Saturday during the, the Pride Month. 
the Pride mm-hmm. Month celebration. So I guess the next step is how do other LGUs follow suit? Right? right. I mean, Quezon City is a start, and it, Quezon City is huge. But what about Pasig? What about uh, Manila? What about mm-hmm. you know Pasay? I don't know what if Pasay or Manila are part of the same place. But you know, what I mean, oh like, no. what is the lucky kasi? I don't know. Pasay, Pasay is a city within Metro Manila. Okay. Kasi Manila. Pero Manila, hi- hiwalaing Manila, di ba? I think. Oh, right? Manila okay. din is a city. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's okay. 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 Uh, but yeah, how do we get? you know, all these other places to follow suit because this this is really what I think the future should progress towards, you know? Pero grabe, no? The, the ball is in their court, as they say, na parang. Mm. Because, okay, so um, Mayor Joy Belmonte did say that this is um, this is only the launch. And they do have, like, a team of lawyers to see the feasibility, legality, and, you know, like, there's there will be a lot of discussions around it and how to implement the program. But this is, like, they can set the precedent in, to, in the future mm-hmm. when, other, when other LGUs want to, to do the same to thing. To follow, yeah. Uh, yeah. Another thing I forgot to mention, uh, as well as making medical decisions... This mm. uh, right to care card will also allow the couples to include their partner as their benefic- uh, beneficiaries in their life insurance policy under the under their special contract. So that's also another wow. big thing, right? Uh, you know, planning for the future. What? Yeah. You know, it's 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 something that every couple should have with the person that they love. You know, uh, having that kind of safe that peace of mind of inga, you're you'll be taken care of or they'll be taken care of. For example, if something were to happen. Which was n- previously impossible based off of mm-hmm. the law, and I hope. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's really not much else to say about it other than it's a, it's, it's the right move, and a right step in the dire- in the direction that we are hoping to get to. Uh, but here's the official, I guess, what because the guidelines are still being finalized according to CNN, uh, and an ordinance for the program is still being finalized. But however, once uh, they are approved. Interested queer couples may visit the city's gender and development office to apply for a card. I didn't even know they had that. So that's cool. That's good information. Oh, now we gender know. and development now we office know. to apply for a card. They'll be asked to fill out an application form and sign a special mm-hmm. power of, a, of attorney. And then after that, they are required to attend seminars, according to the uh, LGU. Okay. So huh. there we go. That's the, that's the information that you need to know. Okay, then. Any more thoughts on this, Rikiji? I mean, I, I, there's so much then. we could say about it, right? I uh, know. But good job, QC, for real. I remember there was a time when I, I feel like, you know how people have a glow up or that, you know, Be- Mayor Joy Belmonte, I feel like, really took the lessons that she... Remember, there was, I think it was like pandemic era, that we yeah. were giving her flack for something that she did that what didn't seem like the best thing to do, and I think she's really turned it around. I, it's either that or she has a really good PR team. Yeah, that too. I mean, it's not. Right? Of course, it's not a one-person <laughs> team, right? So, yeah, Joey Belmonte and the Quezon City LGU. Good job, man! Like that is kudos to you. Like it's cra- It's 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 a. It's really. It's, I would say it's it's an inspiring move in. The right direction in a in something that has never really been attempted or done before. I would say I don't know. I, I mean I don't know the history of trying to fight for LGBTQIA plus rights here in the Philippines, but it seems like this is unprecedented. I think like this is the yeah, first definitely. time that this is happening, and you know just keep going, right? Keep going, QC. Right. Let's go. Let's go, man. Uh, 
So yeah, that's the wapa- shall we wapow? I think we're done with this. Wapow. One. wapow I think yeah. we're done. We are done with the TTs. Are, are yes, we, indeed. Are we still gonna say that we have an odd diba that we're never gonna talk never, about? No, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> never. Man. Yeah, never. we're sorry. No, just, just look kidding. up the articles, no. right? Yeah. <laughs> look up the it's articles. Everywhere, it's anyway. everywhere. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but that that's is it, it um, man. Uh, don't forget to rate us on Spotify because I feel like that's something that we need to remind people as well. And then we also have a Facebook group that you guys can join. So it's the Halo Halo Show Leche Fam on Facebook. And that's where you can um, post whatever you want as long as you're not selling anything or you're not scamming anyone. Yeah. Say, we are literally going to hunt you down if you scam I will find anyone. out how to make money from you. <laughs> <laughs> And then at the same time, we also have the broadcast channel. We right? do. Uh, you got it right. You got the name right. Broadcast Bro. channel. Rika G. Bro. Who are you, man? Yeah, we have a broadcast channel on Instagram. Uh, and because of that broadcast channel, we were able to actually find some TTs from you guys right off the rip. You know, we ask for suggestions. We we post updates on there. So if you're more of an IG person, you know, if you're probably a more Gen Z millennial skewing and you're not into Facebook other than Messenger, <laughs> then that <laughs> might be the place to go. Uh, we don't have a Discord server as of now <laughs> uh, until Rika and I figure brain. out what that is. Uh, it we, hurts we don't have my one. brain. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a Gmail account, right? Email. You guys know how to use email, right? Do people still uh-huh. use email at nowadays? Hotmail. <laughs> at Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> Oy, my hotmail ako. Yun yung first ever email ko. Hotmail. Ano ba mga obscure emails? Uh, MSN. Uh, <laughs> yeah, MSN. I feel like even to some extent, Yahoo is kind of outdated. I rarely see any more Yahoo emails. I do. Emails. Yeah, yeah, it, it is true. But you know what? I came across someone who has a Google Mail account. Like, ni Gmail. Like, googlemail.com. Google yeah. I did not know that that exists. Doesn't and I don't know how the they got thing? it. Like, I feel like I, if you... Put in just at googlemail.com, it goes to your Gmail. Feel ko lang. Hindi. As in, like before though, tinray lang yan g- at gmail.com, pero it doesn't work. It doesn't g- at Googlemail. That it's must be weird. hassle. <laughs> hassle nun siguro. I bet Sabra they miss so many emails. I, I bet know. they miss so many emails. I ano know. Ano pa ba? Lycos. I remember Lycos.com. Lycos? I don't know. Lycos? I've never I think that was that big before. sa States before eh. Okay. Tapos yung mga ano, before yung mga, at least sa States, yung mga internet service providers, meron silang parang uh. dedicated at blank.com. So, for example, at AT&T.com or at whatever.com. So, for example, Damn. here it would be like at converge.com if it was yeah, yeah, done yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. Pero parang ano eh, lahat Gmail na lang or uh, your, your company's email, right? So, yes, actually. I don't know. So, well, even companies now, they just use Gmail, eh. Diba? Well. I see it. It like, depends. It depends. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, Tayo, when we were in RX, we had our own email. But we, I never <laughs> used it. Well, I never mine directed used it, to my main email. So, ah, you, okay, you know okay, what I mean? Like, it would send it. It would forward it there. But I love that we have, like, a four-minute discussion about just <laughs> emails. emails. <laughs> Well, uh, but yeah, email us guys. Hindi pa nga namin nasasabi ko ni email namin. It's thehalalashow at gmail.com. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, and of course, Rika uh, G is working on her YouTube channel. I saw your shorts uh, where you were messing with the Zoom, the Zoom, ano? the Zoom microphone and stuff. I saw that. Yeah. So what we've been doing is we've been obviously we've been posting on our climbs, me and Ryan. But I also reposted on my Instagram because I feel like that's also where you can get traction probably. Because... 
Um, we do have a, like a following there already. It's parang medyo pwedeng. I don't know. Honestly, I don't honestly know how to build a YouTube channel, but I'm trying my best. Mm. I'm grasping at straws here. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard. Uh? It's really hard to grow a YouTube channel. It is, dude. Uh, but once you figure it out, like once you understand the algorithm, the, the right thumbnails and stuff, you'll it'll, it'll get there. You'll get there. Speaking of, can I just say, can I just say, I'm really enjoying the channel of Average Rob. If you guys can check it out. It's Who's just that? really funny. Average Rob, but I don't know how to describe her, his um, his YouTube channel. But it's just like a lot of like funny challenges, like sporting videos. Pero funny siya. So parang very like, um, I want to say like Jake Paul type of vibes. But not like Jake Paul. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not, not as anyway, toxic. <laughs> not as toxic, I want to say. But it's just really funny. So anyway, yeah, we do have Instagram as well. It's Halo Halo Show. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Uh, okay. Just some final shout out, Rika G. Uh, from Facebook, we got a Facebook message. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from uh, Monica, uh, Monica Maristella, who says, uh, Well, can you guys shout me out? But also, just wanted to say thank you for having your podcast. Uh, it's been having, uh, been having a rough work week, and you two never fail to crack me up. I'm in California, Whoa. and listening to you guys makes me feel like I'm chatting amongst friends. Super effortlessly funny. Keep it up. Funny, Dio. We're funny, guys. Funny, Earn. Funny, Earn. Uh, but shout, shout out, out to, Monica. to Monica. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, also, that's not mm. the right shout out. It's what Monica. It? Monica. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to the Leche fans I, uh, who who suggested the TTs. Unfortunately, we couldn't get through all of them, but uh, I hope a Ooh. a consolation uh-huh. shout out will <laughs> suffice. But shout out to Incredible Paul, to Charina, to JD, to Alan, Gary, to John Paz, and to Aldrin. Thank you for suggesting the TTs. And if we miss a shout out or two, please just let us know. We love doing shout outs here. So if you want a shout out, uh, just message us, man. But if you want a special shout out, email us, huh? Email yes, us. You'll get a special. Us. You'll get that's a special it. entry here. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for the podcast, and we'll see you all next week. Rika G, shall we extra song? I love the show. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.